Mesechta Soita Daf Lamed Dalid Amud Aleph Page Thirty Four Side A. V'chevon Shenid Belurag LeKohanim BaMayim Once the feet of the Kohanim dipped in the water, that means they went into the Jordan at the edge, on the east side of the water. Chazra Mayim LaChideyim. That means that the flow of the Yarden stopped at the spot where the Kohanim were standing. So all the water that reached there stopped and it went up one on top of the other into the heights. When the, the uh, one they came, those who carried the they came to the Yarden. And that was the feet of the Kahanim. They are the one that carried the Arden. So their feet were dipped in the edge of the water, etc. So the water that was coming, flowing from above, stood up, and it stood like one nade, like one wave standing up straight up. So the Gemara says, How much was the height of the water? To what height did this water gather up? And the Gemara says, It was 12 mil by 12 mil to correspond to the camp of Israel. Since the size of the camp of the Jewish people when they rested was 12 mil by 12 mil, and they passed the the Yarden as they were camping, so therefore, that means that they waited in the time that it takes to go 12 mil until the last people came out of the Yarden. And during that time, the water of the Yarden also raised, were raised 12 mil. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yudah. So the Blessed of Shimon says to the Yehudah, according to your words, that the water reached the height of 12 mil. So the question is, what is lighter? What runs quicker? The uh, person or water? So for sure I would say the water is lighter, runs quicker than the person. In Cain, so if so, the water that are gathered to 12 mil before the Yidden can pass 12 mil and go back and then boyim mayim. So the water would come that came back with and that would flood those people who had not yet had a chance to pass through, they would flood them. Hello. But Rabbi Lezeb, Rabbi Shimon holds that Malamed is teaching us the water would be gathered and would go up one dome on top of another dome. Yes, sir, Mishloish may is mil greater, more than 300 mil. Until all the kings from the east and the west saw them. Shenemar, as it says, Vahiki Shemoya Kol Malachi. All the kings of the Moira that were on the other side of the Yarden to the west, and all the kings of the Kanani were on the sea, that God has dried out the Yarden water before the Bnei Yisrael, and over until they passed, but you must live over them, so their heart melted, they didn't have any more spirit to uh, stand up against the Bnei Yisrael. 
Gemara says the Av Rochav Azoyne Amro Lishluchi Yeshua. That uh, also we find that the Rochav the Zoyne said to the agents of Yeshua, which is called of Pinchas, before they passed the Yarden. It says Kishomanu Es Asher Hoyvish Hashem Es Mayamsuf. That we heard that Hashem has dried out the water of the Yamsuf before you as you left Mitzrayim. Goimer. Uksiv, and the Pesach says, Vanishma, and we heard it, Vayimas Levaveinu, and our hearts melted like, Koma Oid, and the Pesach, Ruach Bishmi Pnech, the Pesach continues, and uh, we didn't have any more uh, a spirit to go up and get up against you, etc. So they were still uh, afraid before this from the time of the Kriyas Yamsu. The Raisa continues, Oidom Bayarding, while they were still in the Yarding, so the coin were standing there and the people were passing. Omar Lam Yeshua. So Yeshua says to them, as the Posik says, the Posik says, that the Kohanim, those who carried the Orden, were standing inside the Jordan. Till this entire matter has completed, that Hashem has instructed Yeshua to speak to the people. As all as Moshe said to Yeshua. So that means that Yeshua was speaking to them while they were still staying in the Yardin. This that Moshe has told him. And this is what he told them. You should know for what purpose you are going through this Jordan. So that you will chase away, you will conquer the settlers, the people that settled the land before you, Shinemar. As the Pesach says in, by in the Torah, uh, through Moshe, and you will chase out and conquer all the settlers of the land from before you give it. If you are going to do so to conquer the land of Canaan, of them good. Then the water will come and flood you. Over. So why does it say, not Oiseschem, Oisichem. It's written with Alevov, Sof, Yudchov, Mem, Oisichem. So what does it mean, Oisichem? So the Gemara says, Oisi v'eschem, meaning me and you. Oisi v'eschem. The Braise continues, Oidem b'yardin, while they were still in the yardin, and the coin were standing there, Omer lem Yeshua. So Yeshua says to them, as we find in the Pesach, Horimu lachem ish even achas al shifte lemispa shifte, Israel, so they should raise each one one stone, and put it on the shoulder for the numbers of the shiftei. This is Bnei Yisrael, the tribes of Israel. Even another pasuk that says, "Leman so that this should be a sign amongst you. When your children will ask you the next day, and in the future, what are What are these stones for you? Those were the stones that they put up uh, on the place in, instead of where the Kahani were standing to be as a commemoration, as a memorandum, a, a memory, Simon Lebonim. This would be a sign for the children, for the generations. That our father had passed through the yard. The Braise continues, while they're still in the yard, Yeshua. Yeshua says to them, as the Apostle says, 
carried to yourself from here from the Yardin, where the kind of are standing, prepare twelve stones, pass them over with you, and you should place them in the place where you will be staying over, the place you will stay there tonight. Those were the stones that they put up in Har Evil, and they built the Mizbeach, and then they they put it with uh, with seed, and they placed them in the Gilgal. So the Brayse continues, Maybe you think that should place these stones on every place where they stay over. Only in the place where they stay that night. So this is the end of the Brayse. So the Gemara relates, that these are the rabbis, three of them, they stood on those stones that the people placed in the yard in the days of Yeshua. And they uh, estimated the weight that each one of them weighed like 40 so. And it's a tradition we have from our teachers, from our fathers, that the tuuna the madli inish that a load that a person can raise by himself on his shoulder without anybody's help, it's only a third uh, from what he can carry when somebody else helps him put it on his shoulder. So if the stones that the sages estimated above, that I mentioned before, was each one forty so. And these were the ones that Yeshua said, that each one should place a stone on his shoulder. That means that each one alone can, play, can raise it. So from here we can calculate for the Eshkoil, which the Baraglim carried from Eretz Yisrael to the Midbar in the days of Moshe, and they loaded one on top of the other on their shoulders. That means it was three times as much. So that was 120 sot. Where do we find the Gemara that says that the those cluster of the Eshkel of the grapes were so large? Shenemar, because it says in the Pesach starts, they cut one twig and a cluster of grapes. So the Pesach says, they carry it on a stick to them. So the Gemara says, since it says they carried it with a stick, any don't I know that you carry two? Because a stick, you need two people to carry a stick. It also says, they carry them in the stick. It takes two people. To, Why did Pasuk have to say Bishnai? So that is to teach us that they carry the Bishnai Moites, that they use two sticks and not uh, one stick. So what does it mean that they carry the cluster with two sticks? Amrav Yitzchak. So Rabbi Yitzchak says, Turtone, it was a load, the Turtone did Turtone, and there was a load under the load. Uh, so that means that the two sticks were distant one from the other, um, they ran from north to south, so that uh, four uh, people, each one carried at the edge of each stick and underneath them 
there was another two sticks which were distant one from another, and their length they were going from east to west. And four people would carry each one at the edge of the stick. So you had two sticks on the bottom, crisscrossed by another two sticks over them. So you had eight corners. So so how does it come? Eight of them carried one cluster. One carried a pomegranate. One carried a fig. And Yeshua Yeshua carried nothing. And the Gemara explains why they did not carry anything. If you want to say because they were more important than the other Meraglim. And the Meraglim themselves did not allow for them to carry. And if you want, I'll tell you because they were not in the same advice, so they did not take a part in bringing the fruit which purpose was to bring out bad over the land, just like the fruit is strange, also the people that are strange and strong and tall. So now the Gemara goes back to explain the Machloikis in the previous Braise, that Rabbi Huda holds that the water was 12 mil high, and Rabbi Lezbar of Shimon holds that it was more than 300 mil. So there's a disagreement in this between Rabbi and Yitzchak Chad, one of them, either Rabbi Rabbi Yitzchak Omar says the Divri Rabbi Yehuda, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that the water was 12 mil high. Mesechta Soita Daf Lamed Dalad Amud Base, page 34, side B. So if so, Kachane Yosom Avru, so as they were camped, they passed. They did not pass one after the other, but they passed in the order the way they camped. According to the Rebbe Shimon, that the water was more than 300 mil, we have to say, they went one after the other, so it took a very long time, so that the water became uh, folded up, went up so high uh, to such a height. And one of them, either the Rabbi Rebbe Shimon said, Omar, Bein Maru, Bein Mar, whether Rabbi Yehuda and whether Rabbi Lezbar Rebbe Shimon, they hold Kachan Yosem over. They both hold they passed as they camped. But Mar Sovar Odom Kal, but Rabbi Yehuda holds that a person is light to go as fast as the water. And just as the Jewish people who were 10, 12 meals long passed in in 12, 12 meals, also the water also raised 12 mil. Omar, and Shimon he holds that Mayim Kalim, that the water is quicker to rush, is quicker than the person. So although that the uh, the nation, the Jewish nation, passed in only in 12 mil alone, the water during that period of time reached that height of 300 mil. Now, since the Gemara mentioned the story of the Meraglim, the Gemara is going to continue to explain some of the actions of the Meraglim, and then we're going to go back to the uh, Kriyas Yardin, and the splitting of the Yardin, and the passage of Jews in it. So, in the beginning of the passage of the Meraglim, it says, Shlach Lecho Anoshim. Omar Eshlokish. So, Eshlokish says, what does it mean, Shlach Lecho Anoshim? Hashem said, Shlach Lecho means, Medaitcha. That means, on your own. I'm not commanding you, but the Yidden requested, as Moshe said them in Sefer Tvarim, it says, uh, You all came to me. So, he says, Eusha says, I'm not going to hold back. But Hashem definitely did not command him. 
And the proof of this is does a person then choose a bad portion for himself? So we know for sure Hashem would not have commanded them something which in the end is going to be a stumbling. The Gemara explains behind the Ksiv, and this is what it's written that Moshe says, Vayitav be'enai hadova. Find favor in my eyes. Omerish Lokish. The says that we can uh, learn out, derive from the language of the verse. It says, Be'enai, in my eyes, Ve'loi be'enof shalmokem, but not in the eyes of Hashem. Further, the Gemara expounds about the Maraglim. It says in the Pesach over there, V'yachperu lono esoretz. V'atoyru nishtcha noshim l'fonenu, let us send people, V'yachperu lono esoretz. Omer Abchir Barabo says, the Rabchir Barabo, that this request that the Jews asked from Moshe, in the beginning, that she said, Meraglim, uh, that send this the spies, is Leniskavnu Elo Levush Sashal Eretz Yisrael. They had not intended but for the shame of Eretz Yisrael. And we learned it out from the Gzeda Shava. Ksiv Hochaviyach Perulona Sorets. They should search out for us the land. But it uses Loshan of Yach Peru. Ksiv Hosum. There's another passage which states, The Chofra Halavono Vaisha Hachamo. The Levana will be ashamed. So just like the language of the Chofra over there is a language of shame, likewise with regards to the Possig Vyach Peru is a language of shame. So they wanted to embarrass Eretz Yisrael. Further, we learn the Parshas Meraglim, Ve'elush Shemoisim, these are the names. Lamate Ru'uvein Shamua Ben Zakur, to the tribe of Ru'uvein Shamua Ben Zakur. Omar Rabbi Yitzchok says, Rabbi Yitzchok, Dover Zeh, Mosoyres Biyodeinim Abiseinu, we have this tradition from our fathers. Meraglim al Shem Aseyim Nikro. The Meraglim were called because of their actions, each name of the Meragel and his father, we can expound to understand the essence of their actions, what they did. But we did not have the ability to expound and interpret all their names, but only one, and that is Susur ben Michoel. And the way we expound it is, is as follows. He contradicted the actions of Hashem and he made Hashem as if he is uh, bogus. He's not saying the truth. He made, he made himself, meaning it goes on Hashem. Well, he doesn't want to say that. So it's Kale, Michoel, Moch Kale. And uh, it means that Hashem doesn't have the power to take us into Israel. Omar Rabbi Yochanan says, Rabbi Yochanan, Afonu Noimar, we can also say to expound further the name of the Meraglim, Nachbi Ben Vofsi. And the way we're going to expound it, Nachbi, Nachbi means Shechbi Dvorov Shlakodesh Baruch that he hid Hakodesh Baruch's words, he did not believe in that, that he said that Hashem said that the land is good. And he hid it, he still believed it. And Vofsi Shepisal Midoish Lakodish Baruchu means that he stepped over the measures of Akodish Baruchu, that Hashem's measure is that he gives good reward for those who believe in him. And he stepped over it, he didn't believe it. Further it says in the portion of Ragnar, Bayalu Vanegi so they went up to Negev and he came to Hebron. So the question is, 
they came, it should have said, because we're talking in the plural, not Vayavi in a singular. Because we're talking about the Maraglim, which are many. As the Pesach begins, Vayalu, and they went up in the plural. But Omar Rove says, Rove Melamid, this teaches us, Shepeidesh Kolev Matzas, Meraglim, that Kolev has separated himself from the advice of the spies, Vaholach Vinishtateyach Al Kibrei Oves, and he went and he spread himself out over the graves of our fathers. Um, he went to on the uh, to the pray on the graves of the Oves. Omar Lahen, so Kolev said to the fathers, Avoisa, please, my father's bakshu rachamim, seek mercy for me, ask for mercy, and not till matzas meraglim, so that I will be saved from the advice of the meraglim. And that's why the Pesach says, Vayavoyat chevroin, in a singular, because only kolev went there. Yehoshua, Yeshua didn't go because he didn't need to go, because kvarbikish Moshe olav rachamim. Moshe had already seeked, asked, Mercy for him, Shinemar, because it says, Vayikra Moshe Loho Yishaya bin Nun Yeshua. Moshe calls Yishaya bin Yeshua. And he added the Yud on his name, and he called Yeshua. Because he prayed, Ko ha Yeshia chomatsas meraglim. May God save you from the advice of meraglim. Vahai no dixi. And this is what is written. Vahab di cholev eikev ho yisodu achacheres imoy. Uh, my servant Kolev, since he had another spirit with him, the post continued, Vaimale Acharoi, he filled after me, Vaviyais Valoris, Asher Bosham, I'll bring him to the land that he came there, Vizaroi and his seed Yerishan of the Goimer, the post continued. So we see that that land that he came there was promised him, and that is Hebrew. So that's why we find in the in, in the Sefer Yeshua it says Vayitein as Chevron lekolib and Yifun lenachlo. So that Kolib got Chevron, Kolib and Yifun. Further, we read in the Parshas Meraglim, Veshom Achimon Sheishai Vesalmi VeGoimer. Over there, they were sore. They were giving the report. Achimon Sheishai Vesalmi Yilida Anok. The Gemara learns Achimon. Achimon, we expound to mean Meyuman Shebeechov. He was the strongest amongst the giants. Like the right hand is more important than the left, so he was Achimon, the Meyuman, the right one. It's like Yimin. Achi, Yimin. Sheishai, we expound to mean Shemesim Esores Kishchosis. He makes the ground like a Shchosis, like a sift, because of the weight of his feet that were like pillars of marble and they would sink into the ground and they would you can tell there was a hole and it was like a a, a, a pit of shachas not like a sift it's a shachas is like a, a a pit that you can you know fall in um, so they made it kishchosis he made it like a shachas like a bur shachas and talmai talmai is is expounded shemesim as tlomim tlomim that he would make uh, the uh, ground like into tlomim tlomim, uh, like the plow that makes uh, lines in the ground. Uh, also because of his weight, he would step on the ground and he would engrave like the plow engraves into the ground. Another interpretation, Achimon Bono Anos. Achimon built the city Anos. Sheishai Bono Shesha built the city of Alush, and Talmai Bono, he built Talbush. Uh, 
I guess the achimon is like has to do with the nun with anos. I mean, sheishai with the shin of olush and talmai with the talbush. But uh, further, the Gemara expounds the verse yilida hanok. Why are they called yilida hanok? Because shemanikim chamo bekoimosom. They the sun uh, because of their height would appear as if it's an onok, it's a chain, like a band around their neck, uh, around their neck, that's the height, the sun looks like a chain around the neck, that's why it's called anok. Further it says in the Pashtun, was built seven years, it says, So the Gemara says, What is the meaning it was built? If we should say in the simple meaning built that the city of Hebron was built seven years before uh, Tsoyan uh, Mitzrayim was built, so the Gemara says, Efshir Odom, could it be that a person, I mean, in this case it's been Chom. Chom had a son, uh, Kedan, so it was going to be that Chom was for his. Younger son, which is Kanan Cotton, he'll first buy build a house for uh, his younger son for Kanan, Hevrain, which which is Kanan. Koidem before Livnegodl before he'll build for his older son, which which was Mitzrayim. Because that's Toy Mitzrayim. And the Gemara brings the proof that Kanan was older than Mitzrayim. Because because the Pasik says the order of Nechum Kush or Mitzrayim, then it says Begoimer, then it says Uputuchnon. Chnon comes after Mitzrayim. So we can't say that he built Hebron before uh, Tzoyim Mitzrayim. So Tzoyim Mitzrayim was actually built first. Elo Shehoisa Mivuna Alechon Meshiva B'Tzoyim. Sheva Shoni means it was seven times. Uh, it was built. It had more and was settled with fruit. One of seven times. Seven times better than Tzoyim. So. In order to really understand how much we're talking about it, when we say a lot of fruit in Eretz Yisrael, Gemara explains, There's no uh, ground full with rocks, a rocky area, uh, which is, um, doesn't make, uh, is not, doesn't produce good fruit, like uh, in a soft ground. So there is no other rocky area in all of Eretz Yisrael, more than Hebron. And that's the reason the covered by Shechve. That's the reason why they designated it for a burial place, uh, because it's not fit for fruit. And on the other side, there is no better place in all lands more than land of Eretz Mitzrayim. Shenemar, because when the Pesach says Kigan Hashem Ki Eretz Mitzrayim, so when the Torah wants to describe how beautiful it was, it says like the Garden of Hashem, like land of Mitzrayim. So Mitzrayim in general is. Considered to be the mula of all the nations. And in Eretz Mitzrayim itself, there is nothing more than Tsoyan. Because the Pasik says, That the, uh, when the uh, king of uh, the Israel sent his officers to Tsoyan to ask Pari to help him to wage war against the king of Ashur. So he says, "Bitsoyan wore the sort of." 
So we see that Paris set his place, his place of living in Soyan. And it must have been because that Soyan was a very uh, important, best place. So notwithstanding the praise of Soyan with Mitzrayim, Hebron, which was the uh, least uh, important of Eretz Yisrael, is more one of seven, the way of Soyan. But Hebron is really a city of Troshim, of rocky area that doesn't grow fruit. But the Pasik says, It was at the end of 40 years. So Absalom says to the king, Let me go. And he asks, the Pasik continues, I'll pay my vow that I vowed to Hashem Hebron. For your servant has made a vow when I was sitting in Gishav, as the Pasik says. So this was Abisholem when he was going to rebel against uh, against the king, against his father. So he asked him that he wants to go. And Abavi and others say, Rabbi Bachonin says, what does it mean that they shecht? Uh, he says he wants to go shecht in, in Hebron. There's no Mizbeir there. But what he went is, He went to bring sheep from Hebron as an oiler. So we see that Hebron is a considered a good pasturing land. Visanya we also learn that I said that that the good rams come from Moyov and the good sheep come from from Hebron. So this tells us that Hebron was a a good land, not a land, a rocky land. The one answer is Mino. On the card from this, from your question, you proved you actually helped me that this proves to us that Hebron was a land that was rocky and not fit for growing first. I did the Klisha Ara. Since the land was weak and little, so they did not actually sow it to grow fruit for human consumption. But of the Raya, they made it for uh, shepherd. Uh, because it grows by itself grass which are fit for sheep as pasture. And this was, uh, the sheep would get fat because the nature of the sheep is actually to improve in a dry land, in a rocky land, more than in a moist land. Further it says in the portion of Raglim by Yeshuvah Metura they came back from searching the land. The Paschal is Mikhetzar Boim Yom after 40 days.